And we're back for another week of Coffee Conversations. I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, you had a little vacation time. So we, we had a, our first episode with... Uh, with uh, Father Eric last week, mm-hmm. so it seemed to go seemed to go well. Sounded good. Yeah, and uh, you were on vacation. How was how's life? Hey, we were on the road again. On the road again. <laughs> this little, little Willie Nelson while we were driving. Uh, Beautiful. So it was fun. We went down to Fort Myers for a couple days to visit my parents. They're celebrating their 65th wedding anniversary. And then we went over to Miami and visited um, my daughter's in-laws. Mm-hmm. And then we went up to Hilton Head and visited um, my wife's sister and nice. then brought her back up to Cleveland. So oh, cool. It was great. It was two weeks of on the road again. Fun in the sun. You look, you look a, little, a little sun on you. <laughs> yes. It was great. Do you burn very easily? Or no, no. I pretty much tan quickly. Nice. Hey. So. That's, that's, that's great. Indeed. Um, when you're driving down, was there um, what's... Any any car games? Any music? What's uh, we what's did, the ritual? I love to listen to country music when I'm driving. Yeah, because I love to listen to the stories. It keeps me awake. So um, I forget which country station it was on Sirius XM, mm. which you can listen to it all the way down. So we listened to the top 100 songs that people voted for. Yeah. And country songs. We con- hundred country songs, and it started over, and we got to like almost halfway through the next one hundred replay. Yeah. <laughs> so we drove a long time. Wow. On the way home, we drove fifteen hours, which is a little <laughs> longer than everybody yeah. would kind many, of suggest. Many many stops along the way, or are you of the kind of plow through it and kind of get there? No, we stop about every hour and a half, two hours, just mm. to get up and walk around. Yeah. And do a couple laps around the rest stops. Because mm-hmm. there's some really pretty rest stops. Yeah. Um, but that way, at least you stay fresh. I couldn't drive straight through. Yeah. Maybe at one point. But. <laughs> yeah. Any any memorable roadside attractions or anything? Uh, any any things you, you found? Um, when we were in Hilton Head, we went to a couple local restaurants. Mm-hmm. One's called The Squat and gobble. The squat and gobble? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a cool place. That's awesome. And then the chicken, si- I take it? Chicken, uh, chicken house? No, they, it was kind of like a little divey breakfast kind of place. Oh, greasy spoon. It was really good. Nice. And then also the sipping cow. Yeah. So um, just some really good food. <laughs> some really, really good food. Yeah, local stuff. Yeah. I think probably road trips, probably. Probably the most favorite thing for me is just the food. You know, I'm not a huge like roadside attraction guy. Like I've, I have a I have a classmate who uh, loves roadside attractions. Like you know, find the biggest ball of yarn mm-hmm. or like largest uh, piece of cheese. <laughs> um, and they're out there. <laughs> they are. Yeah, there's tons of roadside attractions. But I'm not. I don't know. I like kind of getting to the destination where I am uh, going. I don't know. I can wander off a little bit. But but food if 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 I were journeying off for anything, <laughs> local food. local food, and I'm definitely like I want to I want to eat the local things, mm-hmm. you know, not go to like Chipotle or or something. I was like I can just get this anywhere. Any know. favorite restaurants that you visited? There were some barbecue spots that I've been to. I mean, just kind of going down south. I remember um, driving down with my family to to Hilton Head. I don't remember where, but middle of, middle of the south I had some barbecue. Yeah, uh, it was good. 
we had, I remember when a long time ago we were driving down when we, were, when we first got married to Florida, and it was one of those kind of marathon driving sessions. Mm. And we were coming into Georgia, and, and like for miles and miles and miles, there were these little signs that said, eat at Ray's, eat at Ray's, eat at Ray's. Well, it was like five in the morning. So we finally stopped because everybody was just fried. So we pull off, we get in this little restaurant, and the lady who was mopping the floor said, well, you can sit over there. So we sat down and we all ordered coffee and she brought these empty coffee mugs over to us, but she put her like fingers into from the mop that she was just working with <laughs> into the cups. Nice. Picked them up, brought them over to us. Beautiful. We just kind of left. Make, <laughs> making memories. Yep. Make, making memories. You Definitely know? a memor- uh, memorable experience. Yeah. Well, and driving down the way you did, um, this part of the country too, you probably had a good uh, good geography, right? You know, so... So hills and, and different things? We did. Um, there were a lot of hills. We went 75 down, which is a lot gentler hills. And we mm-hmm. came back 77, which is the hills of West Virginia, mm-hmm. which is a lot more exciting to drive. Yeah. Not it, has a lot the, of, it has the country music. You can't be driving through West Virginia without, without the old, country music. Without old banjo. And, uh... We did have an unexpected experience, though. Oh. So um, we get down to Florida get off of my parents' exit, and the engine's kind of making a weird sound. We Uh-oh. hit the gas. Yeah. RPMs go up. The car didn't go anywhere for a few seconds. <laughs> it pretty much took it into the dealership, and I said, I think it's a transmission. And the guy goes, no, it's your engine. And it's like, oh, oh. no. Oh, no. The luckily, whole thing. <laughs> luckily, it's covered under warranty. So they gave us a rental car, and the trip went on as planned. And it was a good vacation. Everything, <laughs> yeah. We didn't lose a beat. I mean, it was like four hours in the, the dealership the first morning, and after that, yeah, it was like nothing ever happened. Yeah. So. I suppose I I do like road trips. I do like driving. I know there's, there's, you know some people like uh, some people like road trips. People like being in the car. Some people just like flying, just mm-hmm. getting there. I do like road trips. I suppose it's under the caveat that I have never broke down anywhere. You know, yeah. <laughs> that would definitely change your, maybe change your experience. And we, I have never broken down. I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not now. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't even break down on the road. And my mom goes, aren't you upset that they have to replace the engine? And it was like, no, God got us down here. God will get us back. Right. Because you know, it could have been way, if it would have stopped in the high speed lane in the rain, mm-hmm. it would have been a whole different vacation. Mm-hmm. But God got us where we needed to be and. And got us back home, and we now have to fly down and pick the car up oh, and drive it back. But another stops, excuse. Another oh darn! Away. <laughs> I have to go south again. Oh darn! Yep. So oh. it'll be fun. Oh, that's it'll cool. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just imagine you know, kind of driving down that way, um, just being interesting. Versus like my my brother and his buddies drove out to Colorado uh, a couple of years ago. Wow. But like from here to Colorado, it's like you know, basically you go down to Columbus, uh, you turn right and then it's flat for the next like Four <laughs> 15 <days>. hours <laughs> or whichever and then you get to then you get to denver and then and then everything shoots up you know to the mountains but it's never like been out west yeah. sounds like fun. that whole the whole middle part of the country mm-hmm. um sorry to all those who who live there it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty flat <laughs> pretty flat but lot of so corn. you gotta you gotta make you gotta make your own games you know mm-hmm. your own your own car games a little less to look at are you a better driver or passenger i like to be the driver um, maybe control issues, <laughs> but I don't know. I think I do like to be the driver. I'm not a bad, 
No, I probably am. I am a bad passenger <laughs> because, especially if I'm a passenger entrusted with the directions, oh. because what happens is I have to start talking, and then I forget to like, oh yeah, you're yeah. the navigator guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, the so, exit was back there. Right, um, and it's always like the the second right before you need it, or the second after. You know, it's never like. Oh, like five minutes ago, you know. So, what about you? I'm a lousy passenger. I'm better at at driving. I just, I can't sit there and just watch the scenery go by. Mm-hmm. It just, I can't do it. Yeah, so. you have to be active and yeah. doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I did like driving manual, uh, a, ma- a manual car for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it just it kind of gives you more to do. It makes you interactive. But now that uh, now that I have my newer car and it has uh, adaptive cruise control. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, like, you set the speed and it'll actually, if there's a car that comes up in front of you that's going slower, the car itself will slow down. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it, like, it'll, it'll adapt to whatever the environment is around it. And it also, I recently discovered it has a lane assist. So when you so when, even when you're in the lane, it'll. I mean, you have to you have to have your hand on the on mm-hmm. the wheel. It's not uh, it's not completely autonomous, uh, and it'll it'll yell at you after a few it, seconds. It like dings or something. Yeah, it'll yell at you like driving required, you mm-hmm. know, steering required. Uh, but it'll basically kind of keep you in the lane, um, so you can kind of like it's it's you know you have to be attentive, but it's not quite as quite as crazy. So. The rental car had that. It's the first time I've ever experienced that. And yeah. you're right, it is kind of weird because it kind of nudges you gently right. back to where you're supposed to be. Right. Which, I mean, really, if you're on a long drive, it, it, it's a nice thing to have because you can get tired, you know, mm-hmm. and it really can um, can kind of save you uh, from, from being tired and driving. After our 15-hour drive, I turned on the car the next morning and there was this little thing that, like, your attentiveness... Uh, like a, a rate, like a, I don't know what to call it, um, like a bar yeah. that you're very attentive or not very attentive. Oh, sure, sure. And like every so often, it'll tell you you have to pull over. But hmm. we didn't have that on, so. <laughs> it can tell you how. <laughs> how long you've been driving. Gotcha. So, and I don't know if it if it keeps track of how many times the lane assist kicks in. I'm yeah, not really maybe. sure, but. You need to pull over and go to a restaurant. <laughs> Go go take a chill. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think I liked that technology when it first came around, but I don't know. You get used to it. It's kind of cool. You get yeah. used to a lot of things. Does it have that backup thing, too, where cross-traffic's coming? It uh, no, no, I don't have that. Uh, this one did, too. It was kind of neat. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so road trips. Um, yeah, I do love to road trips. Um, been, down, been down south kind of driving, went over to Grand Rapids. But, um, yeah, road trips are really great, and I think part of the... The beauty of road trips is that, you know, we often live in these, you know, five to ten mile bubbles, mm-hmm. you know. And I suppose this is true whether you're flying or whether you're driving. But driving particularly, because you get to see, you know, you, you're you're involved in the journey, you know, a little more. You're, you get to see your, your travel a little more than just the, than just the clouds. That, you know, we live in these, these five to ten mile bubbles and we kind of see the same things all the time. You know, the same roads, the same signs same gas stations, the same houses. Mm-hmm. And when we have all that sameness, it can just, I don't know, it just, it gets, it's or, it gets ordinary. So then we kind of stop searching for new, for new things. And, uh, and life just becomes kind of, it is what it is. But when you travel, when you have the ability to be in the car and 
like you see new signs and new houses and new gas stations and new roads and new um, kind of geography. I think it just, I mean, I don't know if there's a psychological study on this, but um, it just seems like it's, it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing in a certain sense. So like if you're going to the same place every day, like you drive from the house to the church, which is a very far. Indeed, <laughs> it's uh, I, I walk most. Well, days, let's say but, you're yeah, going someplace sure. that's within like ten miles. Do you take the mm-hmm. same way all the time, or do you take different ways? I do the same. So I mean, I so I drive down to my parents in Akron um, uh, about once a week, every every Tuesday. So yeah, I pretty much take highway, just take the same way, kind of every time. But even places around here uh, in Menor, <laughs> there's a yeah, there's a, there's a lot of ways to get to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. You can take a lot of different roads. I think I do generally take the same way. See, I do different ways. Just so to change I, it up. Yeah, just to change it up. Sometimes I think when you can't get to a vacation place, at least taking a different route kind of mm-hmm. opens up things you hadn't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and I so I'm thinking about all this, and I was thinking about you know the, just the goodness of travel and of and of journeying, and I thought about um, I thought about mass and I mm-hmm. and I thought about prayer, so you know so mass is uh, not something we do you know every day necessarily it's not something we do all the time, but it's it's kind of a different space you know mm-hmm. it's we're we're entering a, a church building you know churches don't look like necessarily our house or any other place that we kind of that we kind of live and be and you know the really the way the churches are are designed especially you think about like some of the cathedrals you know in, in france and in rome and in these places they're these big huge places and the idea was that you were really kind of not so much stepping out of the world but you're like stepping into this place um that was that was in kind of an encounter with god and certainly we can encounter god everywhere but uh, but there is something unique about a church building um that it's it's for prayer. It's for for a relationship with God, and it's kind of like why you know why are our churches designed the way they are? Why are they beautiful? Why mm-hmm. do they why do they, why are they different? Well, it's kind of like you know the, the idea of a road trip. You know that we're we're seeing something different. We're invited into a new space, and and physically um, that that matters. But it matters because it kind of takes us into a different mental space, a different kind of spiritual space. That's really good, and I think there's. Um a strong connection between vacation and mass. Like, think about when you're packing for vacation. Mm-hmm. We always overpack. Do you overpack? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like there's almost, Walmart. Almost always, yeah. Or gen- Dollar Generals all over the world, but right. still we overpack. Mm-hmm. So what do we bring from home to our vacation to try to bring a little bit of home with us? And what do we bring from our vacation back to home? Mm-hmm. So in my case, we brought the rental car back home. That, that is true. <laughs> That's that is a winner. <laughs> yeah. And we got a car. Um, also pictures, uh, mementos or souvenirs for the kids. Try to How do we capture a little bit of that place that we visited and bring it back home? For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, why do we vacation? Why do we why do we want to travel? Well, we think we want to get out of the space that we're in to kind of mm-hmm. go to another space. So, as you say, like we take physical things with us because we need physical things. But we also I mean, we are also kind of bringing internal things with us too, like whatever was going on at work, whatever is going on in our family, whatever is going on mm-hmm. kind of inside of us, too. And the desire of a vacation is to kind of get away from some of those things a little bit to uh, not forget about them, but just to provide a little space mm-hmm. where you can 
um, enter into what's most important. And at this point, it would be just just to exist and just to be and not to have the schedule and not to have all those things. Mm-hmm. And then and then going from vacation, you you know, so hopefully <laughs> the ideal is that you have a sense of peace mm-hmm. um, from vacation, and that um, and that you're bringing that back into daily life uh, in a, in a very real way. And hopefully the pictures come up on your phone that remind you of Yay. the quiet little place by the water. Sure. Or the Long Island iced tea. Yeah, well, beach. you know, the margarita, the, the whichever, yes. uh, rum and coke, whichever uh, you desire. Mm-hmm. It seemed like everybody was drinking daiquiris this time. Oh, yeah. But. What's the, what's the other one? I've never had a pina colada. Either. Uh, yeah, no. No. I, I had one once. I haven't had a lot of sweet drinks. More, uh, Father Eric and I are more, more bourbon, more bourbon right. guys. <laughs> so not, not a ton of sweet drinks, but. That's good. Hey. Um, but, but think of the mass. I think it's that same. What do you bring to vacation? What what do we bring from vacation back home? Right. What do we bring into mass? You know what? Yeah. What are our struggles? What what are our joys? Our kids, our family. Right. And then what do we bring back home from mass? Mm-hmm. You know, like at the end of mass, I get to say, "Mass is ended. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life." And how do you take Jesus that you've just received into the world? Right. Um, right. That we become the body of Christ to be the body of Christ to others. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a nice way of um, kind of looking at, you know, the mass too. You know, like vacation, it's not like we're suspending life, mm-hmm. you know, when we go on vacation. Um, we're kind of just, we're entering into life just in a different way. Um, and like mass, it's not just like, oh, we're stepping out of our lives and stepping into this random place of prayer. You know, that really our, our whole lives are a journey. And we, you know, can we kind of have the sense of, uh, like destination and, and journey mm-hmm. that we acknowledge that we ha- we have a destination, uh, but we're also on a journey and that we should never like be living merely for the destination, uh, or merely for the journey, but that it's kind of both and that God wants to be with us throughout our lives. And so we have these moments in which, you know, we're not stepping out of our, our lives completely, but we're entering into a different way of, of life, a different way of prayer, a different way of being, uh, so that we can enter and we can, we can be in our lives better. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody has a different way of doing that. Like for me, I've never been one to be a good passenger. So even when I was a kid, at Mass, I was a server. Mm-hmm. As I got older, we were like playing guitar in the guitar group. Yeah. Um, now I'm a deacon. You know, yeah. I, I don't do well sitting in one place. No. <laughs> and we learned the real story yes. of why oh, Deacon Bob yeah. became a deacon. Didn't want to sit in the pew any didn't longer. Didn't want to sit in the pew. <laughs> How about you? Are you good? When you were a kid, were you... Were you always a server, or did I? I was a server. I also remember. I mean, I remember time and time time in the pew. <laughs> um, I remember looking at other people a lot. It's like, what? Who? What? What is this person wearing? What is this person wearing? You know. And if you go to the same mass, you kind of see the same people every week. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember paying a lot of attention to a lot of other people <laughs> versus, <laughs> you know. And distractions are distractions, you know. And we are are where we are. Uh-huh. Um, versus like. You know, it's not just the priest doing his thing, you know, and then I'm here kind of just doing whatever I'm doing. That we are we are all participating. But yeah, it's it's definitely a different way of like how do I how do I pray here and how do I figure that out? I know sometimes when parents will come and say, My kids just can't sit still 
like especially the older kids, like fifth grade and up, I try to have mom or dad figure out what ministry they can be involved in. Mm-hmm. You know, like helping with the children's liturgy of the word or mm-hmm. becoming a server, mm-hmm. something that yeah. they're more active, especially if, if yeah. they're a lousy passenger. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that active yeah. participation For sure. is a helpful thing. Indeed. I think, too, though, we should balance that with uh, the sense of when you are a passenger, you're, you're, you're no less in the car. Right. Absolutely. If you're a passenger. And just because you're not doing something um, doesn't mean you're not on the journey um, and doesn't mean you're not benefiting from what's from what's happening. I think that can be a, can be a struggle at mass sometimes, you know, because we're not maybe we don't have a role. We're not a lector. We're not a server. We're mm-hmm. not in the choir. We're not doing something. That you know we're, we are really still participating and and participating by by listening to 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 the readings and listening to the music. Um, whether you know if you're a passenger, you're just watching the things go by. You know you're watching whatever, but but that's a real way of prayer because God speaks through all those things. Mm-hmm. And to be able to be attentive to what God is speaking, that's a real participation. It may not be an external thing we can see, but it's a very it's a very real thing. I know my wife will point things out as we're driving. Like if I'm watching cars, <laughs> that's yeah. a good thing is we're driving. <laughs> and if you're the driver, um, it's good. But she'll point things out like, did you see this or look at this coming up? Mm-hmm. So the role of the passenger or the role of a person participating in mass in the bench, they see and experience things that we can't sometimes on the altar. Cause right. Okay. And I'm, as a priest, I'm focused on praying in a particular way, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm focused on saying the prayers, you know, doing the right things at the right times. I don't have the luxury of kind of just being, mm-hmm. you know, at times I just want to be at Mass, mm-hmm. you know. But that's not how I've been called to pray, you know, in, in, in the church. Um, so, you know, the grass is always greener, you know, <laughs> on the other side, I suppose. But, yeah, I mean, the people have a real gift of being able to, to be at Mass and to really be in that posture of listening. Very good. So it's all good. Either way, uh, whether you fly, whether you drive. Um, the driver or the passenger. Yeah, it's all good. And thank God for road trips because we all need a little time a little time away. So glad to hear things went, went well for you. Yep, and for all those people that are on the road, know that we're praying for you, that you have safe journeys. And, uh, Indeed. We Indeed. thank God for all those safe travels everybody does have. Exactly. Yeah, I'll have a little bit till vacation, September, so a little 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 more time in Ohio. Okay. But that's okay. That's good. Nice. All right, let's close it up uh, with uh, with a prayer. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. Thanks and praise um, for the gift of our lives, of our church, of our faith, uh, of the journey that you have invited us onto, uh, that we are sons, your sons and daughters uh, on the journey to heaven. And that's, um, that's not just the destination, but the journey uh, that is good and that you are with us uh, in this journey. We ask you to be with us no matter where we are today, what we're going to be dealing with uh, and going through, uh, that you are with us and we know you are especially with us uh, in the sacraments and in the Eucharist uh, that we receive and we celebrate uh, every day and every weekend. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, have a blessed week. I, uh, last week I went on camping, camping with the Boy Scouts. Oh, that's good. So that was fun. Got a little little camping time in. So maybe, um, maybe we'll hopefully get some in before the end of the summer. But, but we'll see. That sounds good. So, 
All right, enjoy the weather outside. Hopefully it doesn't rain on you too much this week, and we'll catch you next week. Safe travels, everyone. God bless.